Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. A fantastic Friday morning and welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you're having an outstanding start to your day. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, and the Road to Atlanta Podcast all at BatteryPower.com as well as at Battery Power SBN across all forms of social media and Free on all podcast platforms, wherever you choose to listen, that's where we will be. Just make sure you hit that subscribe button and you'll get all the latest content when it comes to the Braves. Of course, my name is Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter when it comes to the Braves. Here's the latest from Atlanta. So Atlanta enjoyed an off day on Thursday, allowing for them to be able to gather themselves a bit after another series sweep in Washington. So before they head out this afternoon in what will be a fun weekend is we've got three afternoon games on the schedule, all at 220 Eastern, 120 Central against the Cubs at Wrigley Field, one of the best settings when it comes to baseball in the major leagues, the Braves will be facing the Cubs in three straight games starting this afternoon. But re- let's reset the scene a bit for the Braves as the difficulty in their schedule starts to take a bit of a climb after this series against the Cubs. Let's actually go back to when the Braves started this stretch of the schedule. Back on May 22nd, they had come off a series loss to Milwaukee. And that's when myself and others had started to mention, okay, the Braves are definitely struggling. The offense is struggling. The starting pitching was starting to come around. Ronald Acuna Jr. was back. So there were a few positives. But the Braves' offense was struggling a lot. Top in the majors and strikeouts. A lot of the better bats in the Braves' lineups had not hit their grooves as of yet. There was a lot of difficulty going on for the Braves. And so many of us mentioned that starting on May 22nd, or excuse me, May 20th, the Braves were going to run into a part of their schedule where they were going to have the opportunity to get good, to set the record straight as far as their capabilities, especially on offense. Well, for, through it, it was a 29-game stretch of the Braves' schedule where on paper, the Braves, you could easily make the argument the Braves were the better team than the teams they were going to play for 29 straight games. Now, you wouldn't have been able to notice that for the first 12 games of this stretch as the Braves went 6-6, six and six, including lo- losing the first two games in a series against Arizona. But ever since then, the Braves have clearly defined 
who they are. Becoming one of the better teams in the National League. Now a top five record in the National League, top five run differential, all because of the fact they're undefeated in the month of June. 14 straight wins with a bit of with a good good opportunity to make franchise history this week. We'll discuss that in just a moment. But the other thing that stands out is this about Atlanta is that it's the fact that I know that the teams that they have been playing are mostly subpar. Let's just be honest. But the fact is, is that the consistency that the Braves have been looking for all year long has finally arrived. Their best bats are performing at their best. Dansby Swanson is having another outstanding season, building on top of last year. You've got two rookies in Spencer Strider, who has come in and been a stabilizing force for the rotation. Michael Harris has been a stabilizing force both for the defense with his excellent play in center field and the bottom of the order. And of course, you have Ronald Acuna Jr. Though he struggled against the Nationals, he certainly looked as if he was getting back to his normal self. Austin Riley is entering the MVP conversation on multiple le levels. You have the Braves building their resume as being one of the best teams in the National League. Obviously, the loss of Ozzie Albies is something you do not want to see, but again, with how good this Braves team is playing, you have to figure that they will be able to weather the storm until they get Albies back. But here's a big key for Atlanta, and the reason why this winning needs to keep on rolling this weekend. After the Braves play the Cubs this weekend, the rest of the Braves' schedule for the month of June looks like this. After they complete this weekend series against the Cubs, they'll return to Atlanta for four games against the San Francisco Giants. After that, it'll be three games against the Los Angeles Dodgers. And then after that, they'll be on the road at Philadelphia. And the thing is, is that they don't have any off days from this, from the game today against Chicago through the homestand against the Giants and the Dodgers. I know that the Braves have been playing extremely well, but I would imagine how successful the Braves are on, or on that homestand after this Cubs series against the Giants and the Dodgers, that is a big series that could really continue to help solidify. If they are successful, they go four and three perhaps or better on the homestand. That is really a big opportunity for the Braves to solidify their playoff positioning. Again, I know it's June, but with the fact that a lot of the Braves' competition in the wild card are from three teams in the West, Though the Braves continue to chase the Mets, only four and a half games out of the NL East division lead, the Braves' competition in the wild card right now is San Diego, San Francisco, and Los Angeles out west. All head-to-head -head games the Braves have against those teams, it means a little bit more in the standings than games against other teams. So a huge homestand awaits the Braves after this series against the Cubs. But the thing is, at the end of the day, the Braves have won 14 straight games by not looking ahead, but focusing on taking care of business game in and game out. Their every opportunity should allow for them to make plenty of history this weekend in Chicago with how well the Braves are playing and how much the Cubs have struggled in recent days. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So after an outstanding offensive performance that the Braves put on in Washington, including winning their 12th, 13th, and 14th straight games in a row, only the second time in franchise history had the Braves hit five home runs in a game in back-to-back games in franchise history. And of course, the overall output of home runs, including the first two Major League home runs of Michael Harris II's career outstanding performances across the board for the Braves offense. Now the Braves go to Chicago, and this is going to be a tale of two teams that could not be going in more opposite directions. The Braves come into this series having won 14 in a row. They are first in the majors in home runs in the month of June and second in runs scored. The Cubs, the Cubs have lost 10 straight games. They have allowed 61 runs over their past five games. And in the month of June, the Cubs have allowed 16 more runs. They've allowed 107 runs. That is 16 more runs than any other team in the majors. So you're literally, arguably, looking at right now the best offense in the majors facing the worst pitching staff of the majors. So while the games still need to be played, obviously, while you definitely don't want to take for anything for granted, the Braves' ability to continue playing offense at a high level, this certainly seems to be a setting that should allow for them to do that. But of course, a few other very significant narratives that are out there this week is the Braves' opportunity to make history. For only the third time in franchise history, the Braves have now won 14 straight games. They have the opportunity to tie the 15-game win streak that is the franchise record that Atlanta set back in 2000. The Braves can tie the franchise record for most games won in a row at 15 with the win today. And then, of course, tomorrow, if they get it done, they'll have a chance to make franchise history. And you have to feel confident. Well, at the end of the day, really the goal should be the Braves being able to win the series uh, once again before again they go back home to Atlanta to start a very, 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 very critical homestand. You have to feel that the goal for the Braves is to at least win the series. But you also know that this team, especially with how much of a struggle the first few months of the season were, you have to know this team wants to make history. They're going to continue to focus on each game, but the goal is that they want to make history. But another important narrative, in my opinion, for this series is can the Braves' starting staff, especially the two cogs of the starting staff that have been the most inconsistent over this winning streak and over the past month, can they get a good start under their belt before the Braves head home? And I'm talking about Charlie Morton, who will be starting uh, this afternoon, and then Ian Anderson on Sunday. Of course, Kyle Wright will be starting on Saturday, and Wright's been one of the more consistent pitchers in the National League this season. 
Can Charlie Morton and Ian Anderson get a good start under their belt? Both starters, it seems as if their stuff is in a better place now than it was last year. It seems as if they're getting more strikeouts. seems as if, you know, they're showing more flashes of dominance, but they're also showing flashes of struggle, especially early in games. I think that's a big key in this series for the Braves. They did a great job of it, or they've done a great job of it in June so far, but especially for Charlie Morton and Ian Anderson. Can they get out of the first inning without allowing any runs? Can they get through the uh, through the first time through the order without allowing any runs? We know Ian Anderson really struggles when it get when it gets to facing the third time through the order. That that's that's understood. But can both pitchers, at the very least, trust that their offense is going to be able to perform well? Can they at least trust that their offense will support them and limit the Cubs' offense overall? Now, the Cubs themselves don't have any type of offense that, you know, is going to scare the bejesus out of pitching staffs. Wilson Contreras, you know, it'll be pretty fun if Wilson and William Contreras can both homer in the same game in this series. We'll see if that's a possibility. But the point that I'm getting at is, is that, yes, the Braves continuing their winning streak is huge. Yes, the Braves' offense potentially being able to once again put on fireworks this weekend is huge. But can Charlie Morton and Ian Anderson, hopefully Kyle Wright in between, can the Braves' pitching staff this series limit the Cubs' offense early on to where the Braves can jump out to big leads and the pitching staff can get into a groove to get victories. That, to me, is going to be another narrative to watch, especially going into facing tougher competition next week. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to tell you what about one of the more fun series that I experience every year. This is back for me watching games on TBS and on WGN with my grandpa in the 90s. One of the more fun games that we got to watch every year was when the Braves traveled to Chicago for those, for those afternoon games. It was always a lot of fun. Hope you get to enjoy every single one of the games this weekend, and hopefully it will lead to the Braves making some history and continuing to climb up the standings in the National League before what is lining up as a pretty important homestand. Of course, you can find the Battery Power Podcast, Road to Atlanta Podcast, and the Daily Hammer Podcast all at BatteryPower.com as well as at BatteryPowerSBN across all forms of social media. You also can find all of these podcasts in the Battery Power Podcast Network free on all podcast platforms. Just hit that subscribe button and you'll get the latest content when it's available. Until next time, my name's Sean Coleman. We'll talk to you again soon on the Daily Hammer, hopefully getting to still discuss the Braves on a winning streak and continuing to make history as they return home to Atlanta. Have a great one and go Braves. <laughs>